everyone, welcome to Ars by M, the podcast with reviews you didn't ask for. I'm your host and fine Faye, M. Today, we have a special guest who will be helping me review today's topic. Please tell us who you are and what you do. I'm A and I'm awkward. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I'm basically like your grandma, but not. Um, I, read bo- <laughs> I read books. I am brighter. Um, I eat lots of good food and I drink a lot of tea and that's pretty much my entire existence. Love it. So you eat a lot of good food? I do. Perfect. Because today our topic is saving the best bite for last versus eating the best bite first. So we're going to start with a quick description of the topic in case that description wasn't enough. And then we'll move to the main discussion and we'll get to the whole point of this podcast, which is the review of saving the best bite for last. Sounds wonderful. Perfect. All right. So saving the best bite for last. It's it's not really a saying. It's more of a longstanding question, I guess. Like, and it's just when you have a plate of food in front of you and there's a lot of different parts, like maybe it's chicken and peas or broccoli or maybe there's no vegetables. Maybe it's just rice. I don't know. Uh, do you save your favorite food for last? Do you save that that last bite of your food, of your meal to be the best bite which is the most flavorful. Or do you eat all the best parts first so you have like like the peas last? You know, you don't really don't really want to eat. <laughs> um, so I tried to look up if there was any kind of like history for this thing. Uh no. What I found instead was a lot of opinions. Just a lot. Everybody has an opinion. This is not the only podcast that has opinions on it. Find another podcast, throw a dart. It's got opinions but not about this one. We're very unique. Some of the opinions I found online, they extrapolate some like psychological points about your priorities from your answer. So like they take your answer about saving the best bite for last in your food and then try to put that to this whole psychological thing of other things about how you approach the rest of your life. Really curious to know what it says about me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty simple because kind of there's only two answers. Do you save it for last or do you eat it first? So let's get to it. Sounds good. <laughs> when when do you want your best bite of a meal to be? It absolutely has to be at the end. Why? That was a really quick answer, so I got to know. <laughs> um, For me, I want to end on that flavor. I'm not going to immediately go brush my teeth after I eat or anything like that, mm-hmm. which I mean... I guess sometimes if it's bedtime, but (laughs) most of the time I want that flavor to linger. I want to end it on that. I don't want to end it on a mediocre note. That just kind of ruins the experience of the entire meal if I end it just kind of I feel like your whole point really got overshadowed by the fact that you're just bragging about brushing your teeth after dinner every night. Or saying that I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely do not. It's definitely a habit I need to be better about. But because I don't, I mean like it's nice to have a good flavor for a little while until I get to it, you know? That's true. I mean, I feel that that's a good point. Because like, yeah, why wouldn't you want that best flavor to be all up in your mouth for as long as possible? Absolutely. Plus, so I also save the best bite for last because I tend to have leftovers. And Mm. I don't want my next meal to be crappy too. (laughs) Like, it's... (laughs) I've got to have enjoyable parts in both, so... 
I, I like the idea of you cooking like delicious chicken, your vegetables turned out subpar and, you know, like rice, you know, I mean, we both like rice, but you know, just like rice yeah. and you just eat all of the delicious chicken first. And so your only leftovers <laughs> are your vegetables that didn't turn out so well in your oh, rice. That would be awful. That would, that would be miserable. That's exactly what I don't want to happen. You would just have to cook more chicken. That didn't save you any time. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I do. So do you, when you do it, first off, like, do you save it all for last? But also if you do save the best bite for last, do you save all of the good thing for last? Or do you kind of work your way around the plate? Like I like to balance it out. Yeah. So I'm not just eating the bad things. I'm eating Mm -hmm. the bad things and the good things, but I have to save that one best bite for last. I think that's a really good point because some people definitely eat item by item, which I I don't remember ever doing. Mm-mm. I I don't I don't I think I was just one of those kids. But like nowadays, now that I'm actually thinking about why I do the things I do, <laughs> which is what I find to be adulthood in <laughs> in total. I definitely go around in like, you know, a little circle or just a little squiggly line if you are following my colors <laughs> of the, of my fork. So that I can have like a little bit of everything, especially if there's something that isn't good. Mm-hmm. If there's something on your plate that you feel obligated to finish or you cooked it so you don't want to waste it or whatever, but if it's just crap, then you don't want to leave that so that that's the only thing you're eating. Even if you do save the best for last and you have that to look forward to. Yeah, you have to get it in there in the middle, like a bite of something gross, mm-hmm. two bites of something good, bite of something gross. So that it's, you Absolutely. know, you're not just like cringing the whole time you're eating it. Yeah. It's good manners not to make faces at your food. <laughs> Depends on how alone you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, in that case. <laughs> so your house is haunted. Got it. The cat it's- likes to judge me, okay? That's fair. She's a little judgy. Like, sorry. More than a little judgy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that a good example of, or like a good meal to think about this with is Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Because you have such a range of options. And because it's a family dinner, it's not all your favorites. It's favorites from the whole family. If you're doing the big family dinner, not everybody does. But maybe you're pressured by tradition. You're just pressured by dead people who don't have opinions. And so maybe you don't like cranberry sauce. I don't like cranberry sauce. But maybe wrong, but continue. That's fine. It's fine for you to think that and also be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, we need an episode about cranberry sauce in particular. (laughs) But like if, yeah, like if there's something on your table or on that table that you don't like and like maybe somebody else makes your plate for you. Has that happened to you recently? Yes. Really? Yes. I feel that that hasn't happened to me since I was a kid. To be fair... Uh-huh. I tend to ask people to do it because it's so much of a hassle. I'm not very coordinated. I just make a mess. So sometimes it's easier just to say, hey, throw some things on for me. <laughs> and I'm not picky, so that helps. That also does help. Yeah. So like, yeah, if somebody else is making your plate for you and they give you something and you're like, mm, no, like that, that looks gross. But, you know, your grandmother was watching you and is just like, you need to eat all of that because I slaved over that. I had over a hot stove all day and an oven. <laughs> that happened once the dog wouldn't even eat it she tried so hard to get me to eat my food I was in uh, high school she made pad thai it was the worst thing to this day I think I've ever tasted and we were both sitting in our respective like different rooms trying to scarf it down so that like it looked like we didn't hate it and um we both tried feeding it to the dog and it didn't work Um, oh my god and finally she had to admit defeat 
Oh my god. That and pad thai is all of the food is in the same dish. Yeah. Like you can't pick you can't something out it. and save it. There is no good bite for last in that dish. <laughs> if it's my the way my grandmother makes it. <laughs> to be fair, I do yeah. love pad thai, but not right. I don't know what she did wrong. It was awful. Maybe she did the classic like swapping the salt for the sugar or something. It was a <laughs> canned pad thai mix. It shouldn't <gasps> have been bad. What? How do I'm no, so did. intrigued. I still have no idea. <laughs> oh my tangent. goodness. No, absolutely. So yeah, it's it's hard to do best bite for last or worst bite for last with a dish that you don't like. And it's mm-hmm. just a mixed dish like that. Oof. Yeah. That's when you snack. That's yes. when you just you just got a snack. Yes. <laughs> and in that one, every bite's the best. It's true. Yeah. It's just it's great. I would kind of contend, unless you're having potato chips, only because, you're judging me, only because you get the big chips, which are fantastic and lovely, and then at the end, you get the dust. We have differing opinions. You like, it's hard to get. I hate big chips. I will break my chips in half. Yeah. So that I can get smaller ones. And like the ones at the bottom, they have all the flavor. It's just the crumbs are just pure flavor. I mean, because it's just salt. Because there's no potato left. Dude, I'm salty. I love salt. (laughs) I don't think you're that salty. Maybe that's why you eat all the salt. Depends on the day. Very fair. <laughs> very fair. Considering that your week has been crud. Uh, very fair. It's cool though. It's, cool. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, to get back to how you eat, like uh, at what rate you eat the best food, I think definitely you need to eat it as you go mm-hmm. so that you can kind of balance it out. And then it's a nice little treat. Mm-hmm. Like every like every time you go get for it, it's just a nice little treat as you eat. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's lovely, no matter what you're eating. Absolutely. Yeah, because like you can have turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes with gravy to get back to Thanksgiving because apparently that's the mood I'm in. Um, you still want to rotate because all of those things are great, but you want to rotate. Like if you're just eating chicken the whole time. It then gets really no heavy chicken. if you don't too. Good point. When you like work your way around your plate in sort of mm. a circle or whatever, you're able to say, okay, this is really dry. So now I'm going to follow it with the cranberry sauce, which is great. <laughs> um, and then that felt really forced, but okay. You know, um, <laughs> you can follow it with, you know, something a little bit more moist and then mm. something maybe a little bit dense and then lighter and kind of work your way around. Yeah. And then, you know, depending upon why you don't like the food, do you not like it because of the taste or do you not like it because of the texture or, mm. um, you know, dry versus, I'm going to say moist again and everybody's <laughs> going to get uncomfortable, but. <laughs> well um, hydrated. Yes. Uh, <laughs> dry versus well hydrated. Creamy? <laughs> Saucy? I don't know that I would call gravy creamy. I I mean, gravy is creamy. I mean, it can be. Gravy, if, gravy if it's is like, the only thing that you would classify as creamy in a Thanksgiving dinner. You could call it saucy. <laughs> you could. <laughs> it's, it's the sexiest thing on that plate. Ow, ow. <laughs> so apparently we're saving the gravy for last when we eat Thanksgiving dinner. Or the cranberry sauce. Yeah, sure. You, you know what? You can have my cranberry sauce. I would love that. That way you can have more cranberry sauce. And I can save my plate from the red stain. That's that that works for me. Sometimes it does that. Yeah. Yeah. Your point? That it stains the plate. That was the end <laughs> of my plate. It doesn't have to have a deeper point. Fine. I'm just really vibing the cranberry sauce right now. I'm sorry that we didn't have that for dinner. I well, that's okay. Well, we did have this. <laughs> it was pretty good. Important question then. Okay. Yes. So okay. given the delicious flatbreads that we had for dinner, that we did had have some delicious the, flatbread. The veggies and the cream and the cheese and all that. All that. Yep. What was your favorite last bite out of that? 
Like, what did you save out of the flatbread? Was it like the crusty bit? Was Mm. it the veggies? Was it the middle that had all of the goodness? Yeah, because obviously we couldn't do what I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) More that middle. (laughs) That's that's like a really good point, because that is like one dish. But you can't spread out all of the ingredients to the very edge. Otherwise, it's just a fucking mess to eat, Mm -hmm. which is fine sometimes. But other times you just want to like not look like a monster (laughs) after dinner. But I I actually did not plan it well. Um, I wanted more of the uh, toppings, I Mm -hmm. suppose. I almost said fillings. I wanted a bit more of the toppings on it on my last bite. Mm -hmm. But I pretty much just had all crust. Just just all bread. Yeah. I clearly planned it. (laughs) But but I had the easiest to put in my mouth last bite. That is true. I could just I could pop it in to my mouth. I didn't have to worry about logistics of getting it in there. I I didn't have to bemoan the fact I'm not a snake. Like, yeah, it was just I think it's funny that this is the one that we're talking about now because just given that we did have the dinner and we obviously (laughs) approached that last bite very differently because Mm. with my flatbread, you know, we had the two sides that were covered in crust. And I ate my way around those two sides so that they were gone, but I saved one little smidgen so I could hold on to it and then ate the middle in and then flipped it around and ate that crust (laughs) (laughs) bit so that all I had was the messy middle. That's freaking phenomenal. I should have been watching you. I like to just learn. From the start of a meal to the end of the meal, I am always thinking about that last bite. Always. I'm always distracted by food that I have to hold. Yeah. So I don't plan well with food that I have to hold. Oh, which brings me to uh, something I wanted to mention before. And then we got onto Thanksgiving, which was wonderful and fantastic. I don't regret it. But we did go off on, on Thanksgiving. Burgers and sandwiches that have sides. Because mm. like, for example, a burger, you don't necessarily want to put down between bites mm-hmm. because it just feels wrong to pick it back up. And like, it's just awkward after that. But you still have fries or chips or whatever. So like, how do you approach the burger and the fries? That is a lovely question. Thank you. It's my classic interview answer where I <laughs> say that's a great question. Let me ruminate on it. Yeah, I'm um, going to get some more time. I'll just, you know, like, I'll just bullshit till then. <laughs> so with that kind of thing, it kind of depends. If it's like an insanely messy burger, you kind of have to put it down anyways, because like it's going to start falling apart. At least I have to. And then I kind of like have to, it gets too messy to like hold it and continue. Mm. So then I'll eat the kind of the extra sides. And from there, once I have then sampled everything, like kind of halfway through the sandwich and partway through the other things, from there I decide what my last bite is going to be. And if I decide that it's the burger, then I will stop partway through, put it down and like eat the rest of the sides and then have the burger. Most of the time though, I tend to end on the sides because they're a little bit lighter and fresher and often have that little kind of tart ending, like ketchup and stuff. Oh, Like okay, fries right. with ketchup, which is to me like a more refreshing, solid ending than, hmm. um, you know, the richness of a burger. Huh. Okay. So I'm learning that we also approach burgers and fries very differently. So I consider it as the burger is the star. The burger is the one coming out first and just being like, I am here. And then everyone applauds. And then the French fries are like the backup dancers (laughs) where maybe I care about them, but that's not really where I want to end on for my night. Like I always consider the fries to be like kind of less important and kind of less good than the burger. 
But the burgers where I have all my condiments, my veggies, my, my mm-hmm. all of the meat juice and whatever, like all the flavor. So I consider the burger to be the star. Like I want to eat the burger first in its totality. And then maybe I'll have a fry. Because since counting my calories, I've found that the fries are usually not worth it for me. They're like, it's, you have to do the fries well. And as somebody who mostly eats fast food when it comes to French fries, they're usually not my favorite part. So I probably just won't eat them or won't get them. I don't universally like French fries. So sometimes that does change it. But I think I was the wrong person to ask that particular question to because I don't really like burgers. (gasps) Yeah. Would it help if we changed the question to a sandwich? Oh, what about the veggie burger at that one place? Oh, that's got to end on the veggie burger. (laughs) (laughs) If you can at that point, because that's definitely a burger you need a fork. That one is, yeah, that one's really messy. Which is why I don't put a burger down. I don't put my burger down because even if it all falls out, I'm just going to either mop it up with a fry because it's like a little little fork or a little scooper, spoon, spoon. (laughs) Or I just get a fork. But that's also tricky, too, because, like, yes, that is what I want to be my last bite. Mm. But usually I finish it. And then, like, as we sit and talk, I eat the chips that come with it. So, you know, that's kind of a toss-up. But, yes, that is one that I would prefer to have the burger last if I'm sitting there and eating the whole thing in one sitting. Yeah. It is so good. But I just, yeah, yeah, I'm not a big fan of regular burgers. I don't know why. Okay. They're fine, but they're not. You'd rather reach for something else first. Unless it is, like, fully loaded and amazing. Does but, fully loaded include an egg? No, fully and loaded <laughs> is like there was this one place out in Wyoming okay. that I went to that had, I don't even know, pineapples and onions and sauce and it was ginormous and gooey and delicious. I don't remember. It was great. Wow. Um, yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> <That sounds laughs> I clearly so still dream about it. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. but a regular burger like cooked on the grill at Joe Schmo's house. Mm. <laughs> They're usually like dry or burnt or That's because you're at Joe Schmo's house and Joe Schmo has no business being on a grill. (sighs) Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things. It's the same thing with chicken where more often Mm. than not there is – it's either dry or just ill-prepared that it just ruins inherently like everything related to it for me. Absolutely fair. Yeah. Like there's still places that do it right, but as a whole. That's fair. So the burger question was kind of lost on me. But, but yeah. more like, yeah, like the one like solid thing and then kind of the side of it. Yeah. You know, kind of a deal. Yeah. And it's also not a super great question. I'll, I'll jump on that <laughs> because, yeah, because then like if you're sitting there and you have a, you have a buddy or like you brought a book and so you're, you're hanging out, mm-hmm. you're going to snack yeah. on the fries, on the chips, whatever. You had like your main meal and now you have a little snack. So they're kind of separate in that respect. Yeah. If <laughs> that makes sense. I think so. I know what I mean. I'm sorry if you or the viewers don't, but I know what I mean. Viewers? Listeners? This is audio only. I'm sorry, Uh, listeners. I was wrong. uh, Fantastic. Love it. So earlier I mentioned that some people say that there are psychological parallels between saving the best bite for last versus having the best bite first. So the idea behind it is that if you have... This is very, very generalized. I know that I studied psychology, but I'm not a psychologist. This isn't my job. Tell me I'm crazy. You're crazy. (laughs) What a great response. (laughs) Everyone should respond like that. (laughs) And then also go to therapy because it's great. 
so like this is just very general. I found this with a quick search on the internet and then I thought about it for 30 seconds and then here we are. So don't none of this information should be taken as gospel or truth. Darn it. I know. This isn't actually therapy. Oh, come on. What am I doing here then? I fed you. That's true. Yeah. Which was therapeutic. Oh, good. So the main idea behind it is that if somebody who has the best bite first, so somebody who has that bite first, they want their reward quickly. They're not going to be terribly patient for a reward. They want it. They they want it now, you know, and then the idea behind, you know, with the parallel of somebody who saves their best bite for last, they're seen as somebody who can have a bit more patience. And so like they can put off the good thing if they know it's coming. It's kind of like, you know, the marshmallow test. It was a psychological test given to children. These little, little fucking kids, like five, six, you know, the kids who are like motivated by sweets. So they were put into a room and they were put on a chair, you know, they sat on it in front of this table. And on the table, the person administering the test put a marshmallow down in front of them. Kids love sugar. Marshmallows, what a fucking treat. What a treat for a child. It's such a treat even for adults that I definitely just ordered like $30 worth of marshmallows to get delivered to my house this week, but continue. Okay, so they put the marshmallow in front of the kid, right? Lovely treat. And the kid wants it. The kid wants the marshmallow. But the person administering the test says, wait, wait, wait. You can have this marshmallow now. Hold on. Or, because, you know, the kid's going to go for it. Kids have no fucking patience, which is what this test is looking at. And they said, or if you wait 10 minutes, when I come back, I'll bring you a second marshmallow if you haven't eaten that one. So it's to test, and I forget the actual words for this, and which just means I don't do enough research before an episode, but it was to test their delayed gratification. That's what that word, I figured it out. So if they either needed or really wanted that instant gratification versus if they could wait for the delayed gratification. And so that's essentially what the, the parallel is psychologically, it is assumed, alleged, it is alleged for saving the best bite for last versus eating it first. I like that. Do you think that's accurate? Do you think that, because we, we've already established that both of us tend to save the best bite for last. And I said tend to because we just had a whole thing about flatbread <laughs> <laughs> and burgers. But we, we tend to save the best bite for last. Do you think that you're pretty good with delayed gratification, especially if you know it's coming? I would say I am not the best at it. But I am better than some. Uh, okay. it, de- it depends upon what it is. Like if it's something that I just have to wait for, that's one thing. And I can wait for it and I can be patient for that if I know it's coming. Mm-hmm. But if it's something like my artwork, I need the instant gratification of seeing it come together. I cannot wait or I just won't. So it, it, it sort of depends on like situation, but I would say I'm not the worst at it. Okay. So it it sounds like it... First depends on how much you want it, yeah. <laughs> which I think is pretty standard. Um, but it also sounds like it also depends on how much effort is involved. Yes. So yeah, which I, I definitely agree. If there's a project that I, I look online and I'm like, so pretty, I have to make that. I, I'm pretty sure I could do that, you know, filled with internet confidence. And then I look at the process and it's like, oh yeah, this is over the course of a month and it's like effort every day. Yeah, no, couldn't do it. I'm like, I'll just go pay a thousand dollars. It's fine. <laughs> thousand dollars I don't have yeah yeah I would 100% rather 
if there is a lot of effort involved, mm. I'm going to take whatever's going to have the least amount of effort to get out of it. I don't want to put in a lot of effort without having that instant gratification mm-hmm. telling me like, yes, you're doing good. Yes, this is coming along. This is worth your time and your effort. If it's something that I just kind of can sit and forget, totally fine. We'll have all the patience in the world. Not a problem. So contextually, but overall, I do think it makes sense that the way that you eat your food would have a psychological connotation along with it, along those regards. I think that does make a lot of sense. Yeah, I I read that and it, it kind of made sense to me as well because that's essentially exactly what it is. It's either the instant gratification of having that best part in there or it's the delayed gratification of waiting and then obviously having it later. But then like, what does that mean for, sure, you save the best bite for last, but you've been eating the best the whole time. Right. Like what? That middle ground. Oh, I got it. I got it. So maybe that means that even if there is effort involved to get to that end goal of that very last bite, you need rewards mm-hmm. every once in a while. That I relate to. <laughs> I think you did it. You you cracked the, cracked the code. You've solved the puzzle. I know people. I'm the best at knowing people. It's true. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So yeah, I think, yeah, we solved it. Way to go. Go team. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Perfect. That sounded great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've had we, we've had this discussion about the best bite for last versus the best bite first. I don't know why that's so difficult to say. I always have to slow down. I have an important question. Oh, okay. Okay. So when we're talking about the best bite for last, what about dessert? Like your meal consists of your meal and dessert, which is still part of kind of your meal. Okay. Does that count? Like, because you don't go back to your savory once you hit the sweet, or are those just two separate entities? No. Is that making any sense? That is a legitimate question. Like, kind that of. That doesn't have to be in this. Kind of your question makes sense, but I feel like this is how you felt when I said I didn't like cranberries. So, or like cranberry sauce. It, they're tart. So, it's obviously two separate things. You have the meal and then you have the dessert. There is a time period in between those Sometimes. unless you have a fantastic server or other person bringing you food. Or if you're a bottomless pit and just shove it in your face. And you have it all in front of you at once. That's what I'm saying. Otherwise, you have to get up, go get the dessert, drop off your plate or whatever. Get a new fork if you care or like whatever. <laughs> uh, there's just so many factors. But I, I definitely consider... Those two to be separate entities. Okay. So separate meals, basically. Yes. And so okay. you want the best bite for last in both of those entities. Okay. Okay. That's valid. But now. But now. <laughs> with that added question, which is very lovely and a very good point because we didn't touch on dessert at all or multi-course meals. But I feel like that is is enough. Yeah. You know, I feel like we, we yeah, have answered. Yeah, if you them all as a separate entities, then, that, then we've answered. Yeah. So so now that we have had, you know, like this this longer discussion about saving the best bite for last, are you, might be a silly question, have you changed your mind? Oh, God, no. <laughs> Goodness, no. Yeah, I kind of figured that that was how we were both leaning because that's all we talked about. Yeah. Also, I feel like this is a topic that is not one that is really the kind that you would change your mind on. That's true. We're kind of just talking about our opinion. But like because... if I was convincing you that cranberry sauce was good, that is one that maybe could be mind changing. But mm. this maybe not. That's true. I feel like this episode doesn't as much need like a synopsis 
of what we're going for. I should be a brand ambassador for cranberry sauce. You should. <laughs> you should get a toss with whoever makes cranberry sauce, like the jelly ocean cranberry spray. sauce. Is that ocean spray? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess like a summary isn't really super like appropriate for this because we didn't really talk about pros and cons of doing it. We just talked about mostly just doing it. So yeah, like saving the best bite for last. And just like as one like added note here, I think that saving the best bite for last is even more important now that I'm watching my calorie intake and I have a budget for that. Because if it's food that I really like and I'm like, okay, cool, this is the end of my eating day or cool, I'm going to wait until my next meal, then I want that good flavor to stay. Because if I have a bad flavor, obviously I want it out of my mouth as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good point. Yeah. So I think that that's a good tip to anybody watching their or trying to change their dietary intakes. Maybe just try saving the best bite for last. Maybe that's the missing key that you need. Yeah. So I think so. All right. Now that we have successfully reviewed the best bite for last and we've we've talked about it and talked about it and talked about it because that's the whole point of the podcast. It's time for us to say see you later. Either to you guys who are or you people, you all you all who are listening, or just to you because you want to go to bed? Not because I don't love you. No, I know. I know. But you've also worked a lot. Yeah. So it's fine. (laughs) But we are, so we are saying see you later to everybody involved. And if it's late where you are, go to bed. Just go to bed. Get some sleep. Listen to this part first. So my sources for, I actually only have one source for the description of the best bite for last. And that source was a general internet search. If you want to know more about this, just do a general internet search. Put in the best bite for last, and it'll give you all you need. So, like, go check that out if you want more info about it, I guess. Or you could bring it up with your friends as a fun little conversation topic. Either way, you are your own person. You do you. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for, like, future topics or whatever, you can send them over to rsbym at gmail.com. That's R-S-B-Y-E-M at gmail.com. I can't guarantee that I'll cover your suggested topic, but I can promise I'll read it to Fred the Third, my spider plant, who's just trying his best. A, do you want people to uh, to find you anywhere online? One day I will be cool enough to say yes, um, <laughs> but right now I think I'd just be embarrassed by anything they found online, so we're going to skip that for now. <laughs> All right. Sounds like a plan. Then, folks, you'll just have to hope that I have A on again to cover some other topic. So until next time, everyone, be kind, be respectful, and have fun. Say goodbye, A. See ya. Bye. Or later. Bye, A. How many marshmallows is $30 worth of marshmallows? Is it one big marshmallow like a pillow? No. Because then you could be missing your pillow and it's fine. I got a package of butterbeer marshmallows, a package <laughs> of strawberry cheesecake marshmallows, <gasps> and a uh, it's kind of like fluff, but it's a fully loaded fluff with like pretzels and chocolate and goodies and stuff in it that you eat or spread on a sandwich. That's really good. So I, I don't know if I'm going to leave this part in because <laughs> That's I know that... I have a whole episode about marshmallows and how I don't like them, but I kind of want to try the butterbeer and the strawberry one. Um, yeah, you can try all of it. Because, like, they're flavored. <laughs> um, good. I can, we can try them and then I can be, like, a, oh, you've already, did you already do that one? I already edited it. Well, yeah. I'm just saying, I might have good content for it.
we might put that like on Instagram or something. <laughs> Just like, hey, so we tried these. <laughs> A says yes. 